Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio the dial. The Pen Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and last go. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the captain speaking. Passenger Michael Adams, seat 23E. Please refrain from flatulence. That's all. We hope you have a pleasant flight. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Flatulence. They're lucky I didn't do flatulence instead of what I did. <laughs> I, I had a long story about my flight to get back here from Columbus, Ohio. Yesterday. Oh, yeah? Oh, Ooh. stand back, everybody. You have a story for us. Stand back. Oh. There's nobody who's not going to get whittled away at tonight by me when I'm pissed off. Wow. You know, it's funny because I was in a really happy mood until I got pissed off. I was. That's usually how it works. I felt great. I felt great this morning. Uh, I passed a Gresh. So are you talking about uh, your flight today? All right. Now, this is a long story. All right. Go ahead. First of all, Bill Smith, hi. Hello. Ben Kitchen, hello. Hi. Bill, tell him how you did his job in trying to get Tatiana booked on the show. and he, the, the job that he couldn't do. Watching the television, as we all do from time to time, there she was again. She's gorgeous. radiant and beautiful. And I said, you know, somebody's got to reach out. Ben's not going to do it, so I did it myself. And I'm waiting to hear back from her uh, talent Do you think you will? I don't know. I left a nice note. Said if that you do, yeah. what a coup that would be for. I mean, think how Ben would feel. I know he'd feel nonplussed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he'd feel like a. This mic's not on. And that makes him feel nonplussed too. A beta male. Go ahead, talk. My mic is not issue. It's low. Yeah, it was really low. What's oh. up with that? Oh. You're nonplussed. <laughs> <laughs> that's like being disgruntled. Why be gruntled? Okay, when you can be disgruntled, right? And what's nonplussed? Well, that means you have no no pluses. That's no pluses. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not sure that we ac- accurately depicted those words in their proper meaning uh, on this program. And of course, we are. Our first and foremost consideration is the education of our listening audience. You have a story? Story? Ha! Got about ten stories. Which one do you want first? Oh, these are um, these are true stories. Well, you started Michael. telling us about this flight. Yeah. Right. So why don't we go there? I gotta go there first. Okay. So I flew. My wife and I and my two boys, Andy and William, mm-hmm. flew out to uh, Columbus, Ohio, to get on a, a rental car and go out to Western Ohio near the Indiana border. Where, you were going to see LeBron, right? No. Yeah. Where my wife is from. She's from the the farm country of uh, of Western Ohio. So it's very hard to get there. You have to take, as we found out, one plane to Baltimore, one plane from Baltimore to Columbus, then get in an hour and a half rental car and drive out to Piqua. Piqua, Ohio! Actually, Sydney is the town that uh, they're from. So anyway, we're doing that. See, go see Grandpa. You know, Grandpa's 79 years old. We haven't seen him in two years. The pandemic. You sent a picture of Grandpa at the farm. And yes. It's beautiful. Yeah, the, big, yeah. the big, beautiful farm. So it was, it's nice. Got a low key. It's a low key thing. There's not a there's not a lot of happening stuff going on in Western Ohio, but it's, the people are nice. That's right. Nice, God fearing, church going, uh, polite, uh, welcoming individuals. So we go out there to the, for the nice visit with Grandpa. We have a nice a nice visit, but the problem I have has to do with the travel. The and I and I'm 
I've been a 10 or 12 year loyal Southwest Airlines customer. Okay. For a lot of good reasons. I have a credit card. When you when you rack when you buy anything, you get points toward travel on it. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I use it. I use it a lot. I buy all kinds of stuff with it. Uh, gasoline, groceries, pot. <laughs> anyway. So I, I rack up points, and so I use Southwest. I've always used Southwest. They, they fly out of Providence. I like. I prefer to fly out of Providence. And we had to fly out of Boston. Anyway, that's, that's beside the point. God, they have problems with that airline right now. First of all, my son has a peanut allergy. So for years, 12 years, we've been going, just going to the gate when we go to check in. We have the reservation. And we do the pre-boarding because of his peanut allergy, so we can go in and wipe down the snack trays so that... Because he's got very bad tree nut, peanut, uh, egg allergies, and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. that's just a precaution that was always extended to allergenic kids in the past. Well, now they've changed that policy. We didn't get any notice of that. but So we show up at the ticketing counter thinking we're going to get pre-boarding, which means you, you go in and you sit together, you pick your seats, you wipe down the trays, and, and it's done. Now, now only one person can accompany the pre-boarding allergenic kid so that i would be my wife she goes in with him and where do we go my bro- my son andy and i we're in c24 which is the, about the last people to to board the plane so not only can we not sit with my family but we get stuck in random individual either middle seats or something in the back of the plane because we're boarding last now the reason we're boarding last is because we didn't check in 24 hours in advance that's how you get your seating arrangement on uh, southwest airlines it's how early you check in hmm. That really? gives you, yes. So if you check in right 24 hours before the flight, that you'll sit in the A section, which means you board quickly. Mm-hmm. The B is in the middle, and the C is the, the latecomers. So we did that. We said, okay, we'll suck it up. We've learned our lesson. So on the way back, I called to try to check in to, so, to avoid that very situation. I'm on hold for an hour. 55 minutes to be precise. And you can't just to check in? To check in, which so is you couldn't just check in online. on the app or I, whatever. I, like I tried you it. on JetBlue or every I, other fucking airline. I tried it. Okay. I clicked the thing and said check in and said, sorry, we were encountering a problem. Please call this number. So I call <laughs> on. Now I'm on hold for an hour. Lady says, I don't know why I won't let you check in. I'm going to call my uh, manager. She's 25 minutes later, they pick up. Uh, it has to do with the peanut allergy. This has to be on, the, on hold. 55 minutes <laughs> to check in. So I said, oh, you couldn't have told me that 55 minutes ago? So we, that was, that was awful. Can't check in. Okay. Then we get to the, air, we go early to the Columbus airport to check in for the return flight so we can avoid that same problem. After a long drive. The lady airport. was a bitch. She was a total bitch to me. Ooh. And I said, oh, really, really, no. Can I bring I said, well, look, here's, I went through this thing last night. Oh, she didn't care. No, C-43 this time. Now I'm way back. I'm like, this is unbelievable. These people. Now, you say, okay, well, suck it up. We're going home. Everything's great. We get on the second plane and we get to Baltimore on time. We're waiting in the uh, at gate B-5, you know, for the flight to Boston. Lady comes on the loudspeaker and she says... We're going to have a little bit of a delay because our crew isn't here yet. They should be here very soon, and then we'll be able to board. We're supposed to be at 6.05. We're supposed to be boarding right now. Mm-hmm. 6.35. In comes fucking pilot, Pontius Pilot, I call him. <laughs> he shows up at a half an hour later. We're all Everybody's sitting there going, what the hell is going on? We can't board this plane. 
No, because the pilot's not there. I said, I'll fly the plane. Just get me on this thing. So he comes walking in with his little briefcase, Mr. Late Boy, right? We all finally board the plane. We finally are boarded at 7. We're supposed to be uh, taken off at 6.35. You didn't yell anything at the guy, We both <laughs> No. <laughs> we're boarded at 7. Okay, so now we're about to pull away from the gate. They go through the whole thing. Your seatbelt buckles like this, and here's the life raft. Here's the life. Okay, they go through that, and then they said, we can't leave, though, until... Until everybody's in their seat, and there's this fat lady in the bathroom, and she wouldn't come out. Oh. So she's in the bathroom. We're waiting and waiting. Finally, she comes out. Everybody's looking at her like, oh, you big fat tub of shit. Oh. You're keeping us waiting all this time? Why? Why? What were you doing in there? So she sits down, and now the pilot goes on. He goes, uh, yes, this is your captain speaking. We're going to have a little bit of a delay. The... Uh Weather in Boston isn't real great, so we're going to try to sashay around that bad weather, but we're going to have to need more fuel. We don't have quite enough go-go juice, as he called it. He's called it go-go juice? He called juice? it go-go juice. Oh, yeah. How did you not just get up and leave right <laughs> I then? Said, I stood up, I took my fist, I, I'm going to go-go juice your face. That's what I call it. So... <laughs> Usually so, when you juice someone and you stab them and a waiter to death. In so now we've taxied to the runway. We have to taxi back and get uh, more fuel. Sorry for the delay. I'm like thinking, okay, it's already 7. We're supposed to leave at 6.30. Now we got to taxi back, get fuel, then try to leave again? This is North Southwest Airlines. I'm yep. thinking, what the hell's wrong with this bunch of nitwits? And then finally... We get on the runway and we leave. Okay, now so I say, well, okay, we got there. Instead of getting in at not at eight ten, we got in at nine twenty. Of course, there was traffic all around the airport. Oh, you pick up the luggage, you get on the highway. Now I'm driving home on the Mass Pike. This guy gets on my ass. <laughs> Are you like, in the Mar- Grand Marquis? No, no, I wasn't. I would have slammed the brakes on <laughs> fully if I was in the Grand Marquis. I was in my wife's Mazda. Oh, okay. So I, he's right on my ass. Now, I mean, Smitty, from me to you. Describe the conditions. What, what was it like when you were driving? What speed were you going? I was, was going about 60, 65. The Mass Pike, it was before the 95 uh, cross there. you know. But And the weather? It was, it was misty. It was a little bit moist, but it wasn't pouring. But it, and which lane were you in? Left lane. Lots of traffic. I couldn't get anywhere past this guy's on my ass i was going to try to move over but there was a guy in the right of me and there was a guy in front of me yeah so i was really trapped there yeah this guy's on my ass like within this far like five to seven feet on my ass so a tailgater so, breaking the yeah. law and my tendency with my very short fuse when i'm driving is to brake test the guy you know yeah okay <laughs> hit the brake because i always just do that just to put them because they're, they'll be at fault yeah so yeah. I do that. It doesn't really phase the guy behind me. And then my wife says, I th- it's probably a cop. I said, no, a cop wouldn't tailgate me like that. Like, a- Sure enough, yeah. I pull over to the center lane. He goes yep. zooming by me. It's a fucking cop. Yep. Oh. A state cop on his way home. Now, I love cops, but this guy was an asshole. He should have flashed his lights at you. I, Just, you know. I, I wish I'd written down the number of his vehicle because I would have made a complaint because you can't... You can't ind- my, my boys were in the back seat. You don't endanger two children and two people for no reason just because you're w- in a hurry to get home from work. Right. You don't do that. No. So that was my ride home last night. Then today I get up. I pass this giant gresh. Looked like a python with eyes. <laughs> Which made me feel 100% better. And by the way, my weight Two is Two little now- yellow kernels for eyes. <laughs> my weight is now under 200. Remember we spoke about yeah, that? What was it yeah. pre... 205. <laughs> 
Do you have a before and after picture? Pre-Gresh. <laughs> well, the thing crawled away before I could before I could wrestle it back to Earth. Anyway, so I, I, the reason I mentioned Gresh is because uh, I guess WEI's ratings weren't very good. I didn't That's see them. what I hear. You didn't see them. No. I got a chart in my car. Hold on. I'm going to go get it. <laughs> Mutt had a 3.6 at night. I always like to see what his numbers are because he makes half what I made, and, and my, his, his ratings are about half. But, you know, when you think about it, those are pretty good ratings for a, a guy who's really half monkey and picks bugs off of his coworkers and eats them. Oh, right? Well, that's just polite. Sorry, Mutt. <laughs> Sorry. What are you apologizing to Mutt for? <laughs> you should hear what he said about you. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know what he said. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. i got to drink some uh, tea. Isn't this podcast fun? Aren't you guys jealous? I just took the hugest swig. That was a good one. So, I'm over the travel thing until I file my formal complaint. How would you have done, like, the month ago when I told you my story when it took me 11 and a half hours to leave the airport? Oh. Well, that, that's, when, that's what happens when you book your flight on shitball airline. No, it was JetBlue. <laughs> Oh, gee, JetBlue's usually good. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was very highly disappointed. Well, you know, you, you have those I, days. I just blew but they nose. sent us a voucher, so it's all good. Yeah, I'm going to go on JetBlue all they the time. Up. When I went to Florida, it was beautiful. JetBlue, you got the camera, the uh, TV on the back of the headrest in front of you. Yeah, yeah, it's going down a little bit, though. Has it? It's not quite what it was like four or five years oh, ago. Oh, I thought you meant going down. <laughs> well, they eventually have to. Yeah, but that's... Like, Get the TSA pre-check, too. Because JetBlue has the longest lines at Logan. If you get that TSA pre-check, right through. So you don't have to take your shoes off, nothing. Welcome to Travel Tips with Ben Kitchen. Yes, he knows everything there is to know about travel and nothing about how to book Tatiana on the podcast. He's good at one thing and really, really bad at the other. <laughs> what, what happened with Tatiana? You never heard back? You never tried? You gave up? Never heard anything. Smitty. I called the talent agency, I sent them a nice note, and I... I'm you know, waiting. if this continues, we're going to have to take his ownership of the podcast and give it to... Tatiana. Uh, no, your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Say. I, I mean, honestly, because the one thing... We've asked Ben to do this for now 10 weeks, and he usually gets things done. But this one here, it's like he's ignoring us. And I know how much you want to have a chat with Tatiana. Have you seen how good she looks on those USAA? What new ones. U.S. Yeah, I don't even know the sponsor. It doesn't matter. The I, I new one—it's it's real nice. I just stare right at her. She got her eyes are gorgeous. She got these big, beautiful, luscious lips. Pretty girl, and uh, she's got nice—you know. And while I was looking for, for her contact information, I saw what's called a sizzle reel. Yeah. Oh yeah, of her. I've seen the sizzle reel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that, and that's you know all the highlights, some of her best performances. She's pretty good. She did that movie Tatiana Does Tulsa. That was a great movie. That was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but can we get around the show? I mean, I just want to talk to you for like 10 minutes. We're trying. We, now it's we? Well, me. Now it takes two of you now to do Ben's job? Me and the person at the Italian agency. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tatiana. Now, for those of you who don't know who she is, she's on TV like every 10 minutes on uh, the, the news channels. Yeah. Uh, the, the cable news channels. She's gorgeous. Don't you think so? Yes, yeah, she's very attractive. God, I just want to have 10 minutes to talk to her. What would you say? I'd say, well... God, what's it like being so hot in the industry? <laughs> I'll say, why didn't you call Ben back? How dare you? <laughs> Stuff like that. 
Who do you want next? The AT&T girl? L- Lily? Lily. Is that her name? Yeah. Oh, I she know calling you right girl. now? Oh. Mikey's getting a call. Who is it? Oh, it's the Valley Pet Resort. Hold on. Let me just take this on the air. Certainly. Go ahead. Oh, they hung up. Well, there you go. I already picked up the dog. I don't know. <laughs> oh, they want me to go back and pick up the poop now. <laughs> uh, that's good. Speaking of poop, um, I, I want to uh, play my favorite new commercial. You By are the, way, the best at transitions. Tonight's sponsor is not, not, it's not some friggin' pillow. You mean we have a new sponsor now? Yes. Oh. Yes. And although you can use this as a pillow. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm not going to talk about pillows anymore. I decided. Okay. All right. But I am going to talk about poop. And this is one of the greatest commercials. It's from for a, a company called Colace, and it's a <laughs> it's a stool softener. And here it is. Colace knows going number two can sometimes feel like you pinched off a porcupine, wrestled out a wrecking ball, pushed through a pineapple or two, or two, tried to pass an elephant, rolled out a watermelon, strained until you turned a shade of ooh. When pooping is painful, rely on doctor-recommended Colace to soften that stool and make it easier to go. With no stimulants, Colace for a number two that's easy to do. How brilliant is that campaign? Yeah, that's pretty damn good. You know, I don't... Oh, that is amazing. I want the stimulant version, though. That's the thing. <laughs> it says with no stimulants. I want the stimulants, you know? How much do you wish you wrote that jingle, Smitty? You've that, written a bunch of jingles that, in your yep, career. That was a good one. Smitty's yeah. written so many jingles. You you wrote the one, uh, you know, Bernardi for life. That's correct. But you know, that's a great jingle. This one right here is happy. It's don't you aren't you happy when you take a dump? It's funny. You, it's, well, that's well. Funny. well I'm, when <laughs> I'm pushing fifty. A, if I'm pushing out a porcupine, I'm not. Well, really. that's not but, good. But the way they describe these things are hilarious. Like I told you, you know, I passed a Gresh this morning, well, and that was very difficult. Nothing feels like a good poop. <laughs> it was a, and it, this was a this was a Gresh that had lost weight. Oh, this was the Awaken One Eighty Gresh I passed. It still hurt. Oh. What Colace else? Knows I'm sorry. Going number two. Oh, one more sometimes time. Sometimes feel like you. It's our new sponsor. Pinched off a porcupine, wrestled out a wrecking ball, pushed through a pineapple, pineapple or two. Tried to pass an elephant, elephant, rolled out a watermelon, strained until you turned a shade of ooh. <laughs> <laughs> rolled out a watermelon. Turned a shade of ooh, you know. All right. So anyway, that's our new sponsor. Uh, they, we, they, we haven't gotten the free samples yet, but we will. <laughs> hey, sure. Doctor recommended. By the way, you can follow this podcast on uh, Twitter at. Planet Mikey, and you'll get more of the same. <laughs> and so, let's see if you do that. Uh, I think we're up to 757 Twitter followers on my separate uh, Twitter account. By the way, Ben, you should restart a Twitter account. How come? So you can promote the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you can reach out to Tatiana on your Twitter account. She has one. You know, I should do that, too. <coughs> I should, too. Yeah. Let's harass let's... her till she comes on. We, look, she's got to know that we're harmless. Aside from the poop ads... You know, you know, the crapping on other people. You don't know that she doesn't need stool softener. She was a soldier. She would kick your ass. Was she? She's in shape. I like that. That's right. Um, Because I'm packing. (laughs) 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 I have a few things I want to say. The the Southwest Airlines thing is over with. I I got it. I I had about a nine minute tirade I was going to talk about, but then we just got off into the ad lib zone. Yeah. But here's uh, something interesting. I think I realized why now this cop was anxious, was anxious to get home. The cop that was tailgating me. Yeah. The state cop. And again, I'm 100%. I'm a back the blue guy. Yeah. There's no question about that. But this guy, he should get fired. 
Well, he didn't know he was following. Well, Mikey if he's Adams. endangering people's lives, he, he, then well, yeah, he was a complete asshole. Oh. I, I, so anyway, <laughs> here's why I think that this is going on. The president of the Massachusetts State Police Association said, Sergeant Mike Shervin says uh, that the departments are experiencing staffing shortages oh. as members have left for other jurisdictions or other jobs. Shervin, a Massachusetts State Police 25-year veteran, told Fox and Friends on Thursday that there's been a trend of troopers leaving to become municipal police officers, which he argued is a direct result of the removal of some incentives. They've, they've had a, a cut in the... Uh, Staffing due to incentive, certain courses you can take, you get 25% increases in your pay yeah, and so yeah. forth. Uh, the other thing is obviously the attitude toward police has contributed to that because people are like, well, why should I do this over here when I could do it over here and get take less crap mm-hmm. from people? And make more money. And make more money. Some are becoming sheriffs in other states or districts yep. because they want to get away from this. Uh, and the pay police career incentive pay program uh, was lost to them so that's that's all part of the reason now uh but if you're a trooper and you say well if i make 25 percent less i'm out of here and i take shit from people all the time come on it's a tough gig so people they're forcing because of these shortages to make people work double shifts so this guy who was on my ass tailgating me had probably worked a double probably worked from seven in the morning till 10 at night and he was pissed off and he wanted to get home and i understand that i'm like that all the time you know when i work from two to three in the afternoon some days couple times a week <laughs> i want to be home by 3 3 15 <laughs> the good news is there's 172 new troopers their uh, trainees expected to graduate in october but until then this is what we get yeah pissed off cops riding home uh, and i wish people wouldn't give uh, shit to the police their jobs are hard enough you know and, and it happens probably mostly in the really really bad neighborhoods do you think they want to go in those neighborhoods no you think they say, well, I can't wait to get into, you know, this particular area where everybody hates my guts and but maybe would shoot me, you know? And who's the first person you call when you're in trouble and there's nobody around to help? Superman. Yeah. Ghostbusters. I know. <laughs> I, call super, I call Superman, right? I have a direct line. These guys run you into do? the Can fire. I have that number? Oh, Daily Planet. Oh, of course. See what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm his cub reporter. Jimmy Ocean. Uh, oh, look what else! Look what else! Just slipped his way in, in here. What is it? It's what, a commercial what? about some fucking pillow. Right, I'll put that over there. You're kidding. Uh, and and I'll put that over there with it too. <laughs> right over there. Put that over there too, because really, honestly, who gives a shit? Now, uh, this is episode 133. Yep. And uh, I have a couple of political things to say. I don't. You know me. I don't like to get into the politics <laughs> and all that stuff. Oh. Because I'm really. I'm. I'm concerned about our country being... You need, like, political music. Being divided. I think our country is in a state of division right now. Don't you? Yes, I do. We, ben and I have failed on the on a theme for this segment. Well, and the Tatiana <laughs> thing, too, don't forget, that's, so far. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, and so, that, although there is a resolution to that, I would, I would like to see you guys have a contest. First guy that books Tatiana on the show gets 100 bucks. Uh-oh. Hundred dollars. You're going to take that from the uh, the planet. Mikey Don't we, we have fund? a pre-existing contest going on? What is it? Remember, I don't know. About six months ago, you get you gave us some things and told us to you know see how much you can grow with these things. Yeah. It was like a Jack and the Beanstalk type of situation. Whoa, 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 whoa! And what, and what were they? Seeds. Oh, weed seeds. Yes, they were seeds of weed. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? I don't see any beanstalks around you guys. One person has some nice plants grown. 
Those are tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not quite orange yet. That's right. They're still right. little and green. 100 bucks, Bill. 100 bucks. I'll do it. First person to get All Tatiana right. gets 100 bucks worth. Done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that fair? Fair enough. Okay, it's the only way I can get you guys off your ass on this Tatiana stuff. Oh, man. I mean, I, I go outside, I hear the wind whistling through the trees, and it's like, it's not Mariah, it's Tatiana. Remember he was happy when he first got here, Ben? <sighs> uh, no, I remember when he Tati- stormed in, pissed oh. off. Tatiana. Stiff-armed Buddy the dog out of the way. Didn't I give him know. any treats. That's right. <laughs> I went back up, though. I gave him a treat. I, I, that I was love, good of you. I love Buddy. Uh, but the political things I want to mention, and here's I, the only reason I mention them is because there comes a time in everybody's life where you have to just use common sense when you're judging uh, the procedurals on these various issues. Congress is adopting a new plan to ban and or modify television ads about constipation. Oh, no, that was us. <laughs> the Constitution says it's the duty of the federal government. He said duty. 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 <laughs> Pinching off a porcupine. Um, it's Pushing the duty, out a wrecking ball. It's the duty of the federal government to protect our borders, our national borders. That's correct. Now, the fact that some of them are in Texas, and the governor of Texas is trying to protect those borders against the, yes, one million people that have come across that border so far this year. One million people crossing into our country. It, it, if they had guns, it would be an invasion, and we'd be there with uh, you know the U.S. Army. But no. They don't have guns. They just have a whole bunch of kids and a whole bunch of relatives and a whole bunch of reasons for wanting to live in America, which we all have. But when they cross that border, it's a resettlement of America. It's a changing of the... the uh, what, what is the population comprised of? Well, now, pretty soon, we're going to be a higher percentage of Guatemalans coming to our country. And that is nothing against Guatemalans. I know why they want to live here. But we didn't ask them to come here. They're not allowed to break the law and come across the border. And the government has to say, we're going to stop this. That's our job, to keep our country sacrosanct against invasion, for Christ's sake. To think I have to go to Price Chopper when this podcast is over. All right, that's one pol- political thing. Now, common sense tells you, <clears throat> excuse me, these guys are going to come in from the other countries. They're going to work for less than minimum wage. And what's that going to do to all the people who want minimum wage to increase in this country? Mm. It's going to go up when there's all of a sudden a flurry of people who work for less? No, makes it's think, not going to go up. Makes you think there's a plan afoot, don't you think? Yeah, you know what it's a plan for? To stock the world with all these future Democrats. What it is. To try to win elections from people who aren't even from here and shouldn't even be here. They're not allowing people from Haiti or from Cuba to actual refugees to Cuba. come to the U.S. That's another thing. Yeah, I mentioned nope. the C word, the Constitution. I mentioned the other C word is Cuba. What's going on down there? Mm-hmm. We we already had a big giant invasion of Cubans back in in in, uh, in Miami in 1960. Yeah, I saw that documentary. What was it called? Scarface. Some, yeah. <laughs> And I'm grateful for that because, you know, that's freedom for those people. They, they escape. And, and by the way, they make a great cigar. And the other thing is Louis Tiant. I love Louis Tiant. He escaped. I, and all these things are, like, I understand everybody's reasons for wanting to be here. You just can't let everybody in. What if they let everybody into Disney World for free? And better yet, they paid them to be there. How great would Disney World be? Oh, it sounds like a hellhole. It yeah. would <laughs> It's it would already suck. kind of a hellhole. 
All right, I have another C word for you. What is it? Chicago. Chicago. Lori, Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot, Chicago. Yesterday, okay, now we all know what's going on down there. By the way, I tweeted out a picture of a Chicago-style pizza, and it was a pizza with bullet holes in it. Oh, oh man. I, people liked that. Yep. Uh, I'm sure Lori Lightfoot didn't. I said it before, I'll say it again. Metal detectors, you need a new mayor. You need the death penalty, and you need stop and frisk. Uh, you get rid of crime in Chicago and guns in Chicago in about six months. Over. But they don't listen to me. The C word is Chicago. Yesterday, only 27 people were shot yesterday in Chicago. Oh. Only Jesus. two died, though, so they don't shoot well, but oh. they shoot a lot. Jesus. 27 people shot in Chicago <laughs> yesterday on a Wednesday, and none of them were airline pilots, and none of them. It must be white supremacy. None of them were ticketing agents at Southwest Airlines. That's, so, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. I was worried about you. No, nah, I was. I'm not. I'm a non-violent kind of guy. I swear a lot. I spit. I give the finger, but I don't. I don't kill bugs. I kill bugs. What about uh, no bug? Lives. Gilligan. Who, who? Gilligan. What? You mean Gilligan's Island? Gilligan? What about Gilligan? Your monkey? Oh yeah, no. He's. Oh. I didn't kill him. You know, see, this is a... <laughs> that was monkey slaughter. That wasn't first degree. Uh, no, that was not. It was monkey slaughter. The worst I could have got on that is... Uh, uh, a, you called Gilligan an asshole. <laughs> he is. A, he, is he, he was. He probably is wherever he is now, too. If he, Maybe he's reincarnated as, like, mutt. <laughs> oh, man. But he's an, he was an asshole then, and if wherever he... He was a bad monkey, you know. Uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't a good monkey. He didn't climb up on my shoulder and... Make noises in my ear and eat food out of my hand. No, didn't show he you the shit, love. Yeah. He shit on everything he saw and then threw it at me. <laughs> so what do you want? From, what do you want me to do? That's assault. I could I could have killed him legally. Mm. That's the effect you had on that on that monkey. <laughs> How did it die? Well, see, that's not a scene. Did he eat bad dates? <laughs> no, no, no. He he. Di- a meta reference to Indiana Jones. No, he died. <laughs> I remember that. Slide I remember that was a pretty good. I bad should dates. I should have tried that. <laughs> I should, I mean, Poison the dates? Especially with all the bad dates I've had in my life. <laughs> oh! So anyway, the, uh, the what were we talking about? Oh, monkeys. Monkeys, no. yeah. No, before that. Oh, Chicago. No, what were we talking about? Cuba. All C words, right? Yes. Yeah. I think there's got to be one I left out. Did we do the Colace ad? Colace. That's a C word. I'll give you another C one. Yeah. Jackie Chan wants to be a communist. Oh, yeah. Does he? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I didn't read the story. Just came right out. I saw, I saw the headline, and I was like, okay. And I moved on with my life. Yep. All right. Well, here's a, here's a C word that isn't a C word, I hope. Tatiana. Oh. No. She, I want to get her on the show. <laughs> I want to get her on the show. And I, I, want, I, I want her to know, you guys, when you try to book her on the show. Yep. We're gonna be very respectful of her. We're not, you know, we're not come, we're not three sexist pigs here no, spouting t- out a misogynist. I told the talent agent that very thing. I yeah, said, you know, she had nothing to worry about. We just want to have a nice we chat. We love her. Yeah, we think she's gorgeous. We'd like to, to get to know her a little better. Play this Colays ad for her. It's a good ad. Thank you. Pinched off a porcupine, wrestled out a wrecking ball, pushed book. through a pineapple or two. Book to Tatiana, book to Tatiana, book to Tatiana too. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Hey, they have a new one of that, you know. Oh. And the guy that sings the diarrhea part looks just as fruitcake as the other guy they sang <laughs> in the first ad. Um, so, did, is there any other C words I didn't cover? Uh, cash. Oh, I want to tell you something. What coconut. Yep. Coconut. <laughs> There's this. No, you guys like uh, pina colada flavored stuff? Sure. There's this new Tropicana 
It's called Pina Colada, and it's I think it's coconut, white grape juice, and uh, I don't know. It's, it's a mi- mixture of three or four fruit juices, and it is. It tastes just like Pina Colada. It's mo- the most awesome beverage I've ever bought in my life. I may have to move on from Snapple. Two reasons: they make they don't make them in glass bottles anymore, oh, which is a dumbass, stupid douche move by them. B. This pina colada stuff is tremendous. I highly recommend it. Do you like dancing in the rain? No, no. Are you kidding me? What are you? What are you nuts? That Rupert only with Rupert Holmes. <laughs> Imagine if that had really happened in real life. He, you know, he's, he meets this girl and he talks to her on and it's, and it's his wife and, and then he goes ah. <laughs> he gets there. It's just like, they, that sounds ah, like they could make a movie. You. <laughs> I already did that. Anyway. Uh, what do you guys got? Anything? Because I'm, I'm ready to leave. I got nothing. I'm hungry, and I got to go to Price Chopper. You know? I got nothing for you. Ooh, I mean, I could, see. T- I could talk some more about uh, the radio business, but it kind of makes me sick. Oh, you know what I was going to mention? What is it? First of all, our, our condolences to everybody, all of our friends at WBEI, because their numbers are have really, uh, you know, I, Greg Hill's numbers, and uh, who's the midday guy? Andy Gresh. Gresh and Keefe. You know, and then you got the three guys in the afternoon who I think are good. I mm-hmm. listen to them. Yep. But <clears throat> their numbers weren't good. They got stomped again uh, in the afternoon. And at night, you know, they doubled Mutt, whatever Mutt had at night. It's like they're just, what happened to that radio station? It's really, really sad. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad because it used to be such a great station. It had so many listeners. And, it, and it's just, it's awful. But the station that I'm really starting to feel sorry for now is the Pike. The one I worked at for a year. Were you in number one there? Well, the, I was number one in men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in afternoon until drive. Until they, they decided that wasn't good enough, and they blew me out for, for Mr. Carey. Is there yeah. something better than number one? I don't know. Well, uh, number two is better than number one. My number two can sometimes feel like you. Pinched off a porcupine, wrestled out a wrecking ball, pushed through a pineapple or two. <laughs> Tried to pass an elephant, rolled out a watermelon, strained until you turned a shade of ooh. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so... I listen to Mistress Carey because, you know, a couple times uh, a couple times a week when I'm driving out, I'll, I'll flip it on and see how Mistress Carey sounds. Yep. And she sounds awful. Really? Yeah. You mean you the know, sweet and charming Mistress Carey? I always Mrs. liked Carey. her very much. And that, so I'm not saying anything personally about her. And what I'm saying is, when I listen to the show, she definitely sounded better back on the old AAF. Oh, do you think she doesn't sound happy? Is that I, what you mean? It's just the quality of the... It sounds like she's too far from the microphone. Her voice is raspy. She's yelling. She's going... Yes, a pike, Mr. Carey, checking in for work. Uh, you know what I mean? Here's Death Leopard. I've never heard her sound like Jerry Lewis. But, <laughs> well, I know, but this is what I'm saying. I listen because I'm, I'm thinking I want to hear who replaced me. You know, and it's her, and it sounds terrible. But I really still blame all that on, uh, you know, it's that, that station. If I was running that station, and I'm not, Chuck Perks is, and he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Does a great job. It's not his fault. That all these things, because you know, I think that big fat Bob Goodell guy that's the general manager, you know, that big douche that I told you was running the place, oh. I think he's making all the decisions, and Chuck kind of has to go along because that's his boss. And uh, if I was running that station, I would play, first of all, more than 300 songs. A. B. I would tell Mistress Carrie to get close to the microphone, talk softly like a hot, sexy chick that she is. I'd yep, have her is. say, This is Mistress Carrie, you know, on my, instead of, Hi! Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want to see my latest movie? It's called The Nutty Professor. 
she she sounds terrible when she's yelling. And I look, I, I hope she straightens that out. If I was the program director, and I've been a program director, I'd say, calm down. Talk to the audience. Don't yell at them. When you were a program director, what's the best thing you ever did? Um... I, I, cha- I changed the entire format of, of uh, Wacky 102 FM. Did you have to fire people? Yes. Ooh. Fire the whole set. I had to. Uh, oh. uh, it, it, it was like, I, was, I was like a big old Bob Goodell back then. I was firing everybody. But what happened was uh, they, were, they were wacky, and there was a, you know, top 40, high energy, top 40, Wacky 102 FM, you know? And they said, we gotta, we're going to go rock. And I said, I know, yeah, that's what I, was, that's what I told you we're going to do. So we went rock, and I had to get all the albums from every rock, rock group in history. And then had to fire the whole staff, hire a whole new staff. Oh. I stole I stole a format from WHCN in Hartford, just to make sure we had all the tunes. I hired all the jocks from all the Hartford radio stations, you know, including Fred Norris. Yeah. And we had a great time putting this rock station together. I fought, they fired me too. You know, it was unbelievable. And by the way, that happened in 1981. Guess what format they're playing right now on Rock 102? I bet it's rock. I bet you it's the same goddamn format I installed there in 1981, 40 fucking years ago. <laughs> I should be getting royalties on that. There should be a statue of you God. erected outside that station. God damn it! Oh, I-, I promise I'll be in a better mood in about 10 minutes when I'm at Price Chopper in the frozen food section. You've had so many opportunities in your life for comebacks, and you've, <laughs> you've met the challenge each right, time. Come on, I'm plenty backs. And I'm in a good mood today. Oh. Don't cry. Must be the cocaine. Of all the times you've been uh, fired or replaced or whatever, yeah. who is the most? Who's the one that you're like? Oh yeah, that guy's better than me. That's fine. Was there ever one? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, that guy Muttonansky. <laughs> no, I wanted an honest answer. Oh, I know. I don't think I have one. I mean, you know, look. I, I get. Yes. I mean, it had to have happened, but I don't remember it. Because you always have that attitude. Was like, ah, fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. You always think the coach is nuts when you get cut from the team. Yes. Well, well, only when you're, you know, you're hitting 350 and batting cleanup. Well, the thing is that, you know, like I said, I, I've, I've been fired for a lot of reasons and whatever happens. Happens in the radio business. I've been fired for a lot of stations, a lot of reasons, but never for being number one. When that happens, you go, okay, I, don't, I really don't know anything about this industry, and I might as well just kill myself. Don't do it, Mike. You know. If you're going to do it, do it on the show. Yeah, at least. Okay. That'll be episode. <laughs> the final episode. Is that what we're saving for 150? 150, yeah. <laughs> So as soon as we get that new sponsor in here. <laughs> yeah. um, we, speaking of which, and we have a new sponsor. It's Colace. Yep. Make sure that if you're having to por- uh, poop out a porcupine, take some Colace first. It'll make the whole thing easier. And le- You know what difference is between, as Bill Lee said one time, you know what the difference is between a guy driving a, driving a Corvette and a, and a porcupine? Well, I have no idea. A porcupine that pricks on the outside. Oh. <laughs> Let's do it, Joe and Jerry time. Let's do some temptation gold for you here on Gold 103.9 FM. Ain't no woman like the one I've got, Joe. She picks her nose and then she eats the snot, Joe. Ain't no woman like the one I got, Joe. Every day the sun comes up around her like an orbit. She's a big fat tub of goo. Every drop of rain troop always finds her. It ain't it ain't difficult. Heaven must have made her just for me, Joe. When she smiles, you can see her tooth. 
It's a sight for sore eyes to see. Canker sores. Ain't no woman like the one I've got. Oh, they don't come better. She doesn't come at all, Joe. She's a load, I'll tell you. Sew together like a hand in glove, like pages in a letter. Ain't no woman like the one I love. Not for 50 bucks an hour. She can fill me up. When it's down, I'm going. You go down there, Joe? I try to stay away from it. If you get near the belly button and you smell low tide, turn around, Joe. You're telling me. How's business at the fish market, ladies? I would kiss the ground she walks on if I could find it. Oh, yeah! Ain't no woman like the one I've got at Shaw's! Make her happy doesn't take a lot. Sew together like a big fat hand and glove trope. Ain't no woman like the one you've got, Joe. Oh, 353 pounds of solid love muscle. It's like a moist Duncan Hines cake. That smells like...